and end in light. From Flashbangs and Frag Grenades by Calchexis Read by Sam Gabriel Based on League of Legends by Riot Games Chapter 7 Lux tapped her foot to a tune in her head as she stared across the night-dappled expanse of High Silvermere. This would be, in all likelihood, the last night she would be able to look at it. It was funny. As desperately as Lux was looking forward to being free of the place and all of the lies and torment and the masks that had been forced over her face for her entire life by the kingdom and its draconian laws, Lux found that she would miss the sight of it. There was a nostalgic familiarity to it all, the marble and stone, the antiquity, and all the green grass and gardens and trees planted just so. It was really quite a sight. Chuckling, she looked away from it and out towards the Block 4 prison complex deep in the military ward of the city, and at the columns of smoke rising from it. With Lux's help, Jinx had escaped. This would be the death knell of Caitlin's career if not for the fact that Lux was about to give her the best alibi in the last hundred years for why her capture of the infamous loose cannon failed. Demacia was going to have all kinds of egg on its face. Sighing, she sat down, tucked her legs in against her chest, and rested her chin on her knees as she waited. This was one of a pair of watchtowers that had bracketed the outer border of the military ward. Well, it used to be one of a pair. The other one was rubble now, thanks to Jinx's little sightseeing tour. Footsteps echoed softly in the dark behind her, climbing the stairs up to the apex of the tower where Lux was watching the city scramble and scarper about. Metal clinked on metal, and a moment later a blue head of hair appeared at the stairwell, along with pale, scarred skin and long braids. Her eyes glinted like springberry lights under the stars. Hey, Blondie, wait long? Jinx asked. Not long, Lux replied. How was the escape? Loud, but it was pretty fun, too. Jinx flashed that rictus grin of hers as she strode over and plopped down next to Lux. Sorry, by the way, for messing up your plan, I mean. Lux shook her head. You didn't, she said. Not substantially, anyway. If anything, you made a couple of parts of it easier. I did have to think on my feet for that last bit, though. But I guess it did make it more interesting. Right? Jinx's grin widened. Where's the fun in a perfect plan? It's only fun when things go wrong. Laughter bubbled out of Lux as she leaned over to rest her head against Jinx's shoulder. Jinx tipped her head, too, and rested it on Lux's golden crown of hair. And for a moment they sat quietly like that, staring out at the city while basking in each other's presence. These kinds of moments were Lux's favorites, when they could just be together. How are you feeling? Lux asked. Are your memories... I remember most of it now. Jinx said more solemnly, her tone turning somber. My brain feels weird. More put together, but also messier. I don't know, it's still kind of a jumble. But I'm pretty sure it's all there. No more whiteout. Lost time? Not since you did the thing, she replied. Good. Luck sighed in relief, that's good. I love you, Blandy, Jinx murmured in sibilant gutlow. I love you too, Jinx, 
Lux said back. She reached out and grasped Jinx's hand, holding it tight and twining their fingers together. Honestly, Lux was exhausted. She was tired of dealing with her family and tired of wearing her masks. She was tired of fighting this idiot kingdom's stupid shadow wars and playing the part of the good and loyal daughter of Demacia. All she wanted to do was to go back to Zon, get something greasy from Jericho's, stuff her face, then crawl into bed and probably get frisky with Jinx. That sounded like a good way to end the day. Unfortunately, she still had work to do, even if the thought of getting it done made her want to groan. So how are you going to play this? Jinx asked. You can still leave and, like, no one would know, or at least not for sure. Not for a while, but they would suspect, Lux corrected her. But no, this wasn't the end of my plan. There's one last move to make. One last piece to knock off the board, along with preferably the sheriff and her wife. Nope. Lux frowned, then looked up at Jinx and asked, What do you mean, nope? Not gonna kill him, Jinx said. Vying Kitty Cater off the table. Sitting up sharply, Lux scowled and said, There are enemies, Jinx. They've tried to kill us multiple times, and once they know I'm not on their side, things will get worse. This is our chance. We have to- Nope. Jinx turned to look her square in the eyes. I love you, Blondie. You're everything to me, but I ain't killing any more of my family, all right? Vi's my sister. She married Kate. That makes Kate my sister, so we can knock him around, break a few bones, but- She looked away and out over high Silvermere again before continuing. I ain't putting any more of my family in the ground. Lux bit down on her lip as she tried to find some mental footing, some ground from which to argue. She couldn't. She'd known Jinx for too long by this point, and she knew what it sounded like when Jinx wasn't going to budge. It wasn't often, but it happened, and this was a troublesome moment for it to happen in. Gritting her teeth, Lux wrapped her arms around herself and turned away from Jinx to glare out at the city of her birth. Promise me, Blondie, Jinx said from beside her. Promise what? Promise me you won't kill him. What if I don't want to? Lux flicked her gaze sideways to meet those charming springberry eyes. Jinx didn't respond, she just stared and waited. And Lux could feel herself crumbling under those soft, loving eyes. This put a small damper on her plans, but not much. It would make the next years more complicated, though. Gods and aspects, she was really going to do it, wasn't she? Lux could feel her resolve giving way under those eyes, and finally, she blew out an angry sigh and nodded. Fine, Lux said. I promise I won't kill them. Thanks, Blandy, Jinx replied. From this day forward, I'm not a crown guard, Lux continued. I have no family but you, understand? I'm not Lux on a crown guard anymore. I'm just Lux. And that's the end of it. Jinx nodded. You got it. So what's the endgame? Demacia is brittle, but it's still strong, Lux said as she snuggled against Jinx. With everything going wrong, she'll finally have to step in personally. I know her. She won't be able to resist it. So, my dear, how do you feel about being bait? That rictus grin came back with a vengeance.
explain yourself. I have no explanation, Kitlin replied, looking up into the grim countenance of Tiana Krongard. I have no excuse either. I have no idea how she managed to slip her bonds. What of a hidden weapon? Tiana snapped. Why did you leave that piece of sorceress technology attached? Caitlin massaged the bridge of her nose and sighed. Her chest ached abominably. Her lungs felt bruised. Every inch of her hurt and the shame at having had Jinx in custody, only to lose her so handily was eating at her. Now they were back to worse than square one, and she had nothing to show for it but some dead illuminators and a ruined prison block. The only thing she couldn't account for was why she was even still alive to account for anything at all. Why would Jinx leave her alive? It made no sense. Then again, maybe that was the reason, because it made no sense. I recognize that you do not grasp the intricacies of Hex technology, so allow me to explain that at least, Caitlin started. Please do, Tiana said through a clenched jaw. Leaning back in her chair, Caitlin stared up at the top of the tent she was occupying while she gathered her thoughts. She half expected to hear the city start exploding in the meantime. For now, High Silvermere was still under martial law. Tiana had hardened the cordon around the city, called in reserves and more troops, and Caitlin had no doubt that Jinx would be found again before morning. There would be no capture this time, and that was no longer an option after Jinx's explosive escape. Vi would be devastated. But Caitlin couldn't allow herself to consider that right then, so instead she decided on where to start her explanation. That arm is a custom job. Absolutely unique, and not made by Jinx, but certainly modified by her, Caitlin began. Understand that the last time my enforcers attempted to dismantle a piece of technology recovered from one of her crime scenes, two of them lost their lives, and the other was crippled. And that was just something she'd left behind. Tiana pressed her lips to a thin line, then asked, And? I said it wasn't made by Jinx, you understand? Putting her fingers to her temples, Caitlin tried to push away the encroaching migraine as she said, So with that in mind, know that attempting to remove a piece of unknown hex technology that is attached to Jinx without a full specialist EOD team suggests only that the person doing it has a very peculiar death wish. Caitlin looked up and met Tiana's sharp blue eyes and steepled her fingers. Attempting to remove an unknown piece of hex technology that is both attached to Jinx and was built by the machine Herald of Zon, however, suggests that that person is criminally insane. He really thinks she'd attach a bomb to herself, Tiana asked in disbelief. Caitlin raised an eyebrow, then made a vague gesture at the city at large. Yes, she said flatly. I absolutely think that Jinx would attach a bomb to herself, especially if she thought it would be funny. This is what happens when you permit the infection of magic into your world, Sheriff, Tiana said. Magic is a corruption, and those who rely upon it cannot but fall to such corruption, regardless of their virtue. You ought to remember that. Thank you, High Marshal, I will bear that in mind, Caitlin said airily. The tent flap opened behind her and Vi stepped through. Her gauntlets were back on, 
although the one that had absorbed the worst of Jinx's little trap was looking significantly the worse for the wear. It was operational, though. Likely that was what Vi had been doing while the doctor treated her burns. Ah, oh, the wife. Janet turned to face Vi. This is what your mercy has wrought, Mrs. Kiriman. I hope you appreciate the weight of that decision appropriately. Vi hung her head dejectedly, and Caitlin burned at the derision in Tiana's voice. Vi already felt horrible enough for the deaths that Jinx had caused. There had been no need to rub it in. Yeah, I know, Vi said after a moment. For what it's worth, I'm sorry. I do not want your apologies. I want the lives of my men returned. But neither of us are getting what we want tonight, so I suggest we pool our expertise and find that woman before she kills again, Tiana said as, in the distance, a bell began to ring. Caitlin started to open her mouth to suggest a course of action, but as she did, she paused and asked, Where is that sound coming from? Those are just the... Tiana began, then froze. Those are the temple bells. The temple, Vi echoed. As in the temple where we nabbed Jinx and is completely evacuated and unoccupied? Yes, Tiana said through her teeth. Well, that is certainly a trap, Caitlin said, shaking her head. I'm aware, Tiana replied. Vi flexed the mechanical fingers of her atlas gauntlets, tatting their range, then nodded back towards the sound of the bells and said, Better question is, do we have much of a choice? <laughs> I've permitted this incompetence long enough there will be no more orders or proxies. Tiana turned and stepped to the flap of the tent to look out into the night. I will handle that woman myself. I will not feed more of my men into that madwoman's death trap. I'm confident I can survive whatever it is she plans, and I will end her myself. I'm going to, Vi said, turning to Tiana. I gotta pay my dues and I gotta be there when it happens, that okay? I'm going to kill her, you know that, right? Tiana said. I know. Very well. Then on the condition of your obedience to my orders, I will allow it. Tiana left the tent in a rush of cool night air, and Vi sagged in place the moment she was gone. Caitlin was up and out of her chair in an instant and had her arms around Vi in another. Vi pressed her face to Caitlin's shoulder and let out a shaky sob as she allowed her wife to comfort her. I'm so sorry it came to this, Caitlin murmured. Ain't your fault, Cupcake, Vi said. Jinx chose to make it like this. I'm still sorry it happened. Yeah. Me too, Vi replied. Caitlin wanted to argue with Vi not to follow Tiana into what was certainly a trap of Jinx's devising. It was the worst possible tactical situation, and yet it was also their only option. The more time they gave Jinx, the more dangerous she would become and the more lives were at risk. Whether or not she wanted Vi to put herself in danger, this was their duty both to Piltover and to Demacia. I'll remain outside and cover the exits, Caitlin said quietly. Thanks, Vi said as she pulled back and offered a shaky but sincere smile. And don't worry about me. 
I'll come out of this one. I promise. You had better, Caitlin said tightly. I'm not looking to widow young. The temple rose before them with grim finality as Vi approached the wide-open doors at Tiana Crownguard's side. The High Marshal of Demacia carried her blade unsheathed in her hand. It was long and delicately curved, with a wicked edge. Even in Piltover there were stories of the battle prowess of Demacian knights. They were said to be the finest warriors in all of Valoran, better even than the war-makers of Noxus. It was held that a true Demacian knight could stand toe-to-toe with even one of the sword-masters of Ionia, and Vi had no doubt that Tiana Crownguard was just such a knight. Her metal-shod boots clicked against the marble as they moved to either side of the heavy doors, and Tiana met Vi's gaze, held it for a moment, then asked, What are the odds this temple is rigged to blow? Pretty good, I'd say, Vi replied. Then again, she can't have that many explosives left. She already popped more than a few buildings, and not even Jinx can make bombs out of nothing. Tiana nodded. I'd rather not take the risk. A soft whistle sounded from behind them, and Vi turned as the air near the temple steps shimmered, and Lux stepped out of invisibility with her hands raised, her focus rod in one hand and her unsheathed blade in the other. It's me, she said. I caught up to Sheriff Caitlin and she filled me in on the plan. I'm not letting either of you go in there without help. Vi let out a sigh of relief. Awesome. I'll take whatever firepower you got, she said. I suppose your talents in this situation may prove useful, Tiana replied. Magic against hex technology. This is what the Radiant trained me for, Auntie, Lux said pointedly, then added. I've already alerted them to Silas's escape. We'll be on his trail soon, but I'd rather wrap this up first. Clear and present danger as it were, Tiana admitted. Turning back to the doorway, Vi leaned in to look through it and into the nave. It was dark and the pews were all empty. There was nothing she could see, no movement and no threats. But that meant very little when it came to Jinx. Looks clear up to the altar, she said. I can go in ahead invisible and scout, Lux offered. Vi shook her head. No, we shouldn't split up. If you hit a tripwire or something, you're fucked. I'm not an amateur, Lux said. Neither is she, Vi countered. Tiana cut in before Lux could reply and said, Unfortunately, niece, I must side with Mrs. Kitterman in this regard. That it's so many unknown quantities for now, we advance as a unit. Thank the guards that Lux didn't seem to want to argue with her aunt. And then again, technically, Vi supposed her aunt just straight up outranked her. So that was basically an order. It was weird to think about, but despite her hardness, Vi forced herself to remember that Lux was a soldier, born and bred, and she knew how to take orders with the best of them. They advanced slowly into the nave, down the center aisle. Vi kept eyes trained to the ground in case Jinx had wired up a cheeky grenade or two. Lux had her head up and was scanning the pillars and windows and around them, while Tiana advanced with measured steps her gaze flicking back and forth. Once again, Vi was struck by the sheer, unspoken discipline that Demacians displayed, like it was second nature. They made even the best veteran enforcers look like absolute children by comparison. Just the three of you, huh? A voice chimed out. 
and all three of them froze as a pair of loud pops sounded, and the doors of the temple slammed shut behind them. Shit, Vi swore. We knew it was a trap when we walked in, Tiana said, raising her blade. This was expected. It doesn't really give us much advantage, though, Lux added. They were halfway up the main aisle, dead center of the public part of the temple, and Vi considered just bailing them all out. She could redline her gauntlets and blow down those doors, she was sure of it. That wouldn't help them, though. They needed to bring Jinx down, once and for all. Footsteps clicked ahead of them, and out of the shadows near the altar a lean, lupine figure emerged. She carried her two massive weapons at her side, pow-pow and fishbones. It was a clear open space between them and the altar, and Jinx could tear them apart practically at will if she wanted. Hey, Jinx, Vi called out. Hey, Violet, how are things? She replied. Not great, Vi said. No surrender this time. You had one chance and you blew it. Jinx snorted and started laughing as she jammed her mechanical arm into the socket on the side of her minigun, then said, Blew it? Of course I blew it. That's all I know how to do, remember? Just like I blew up Milo, Clagger, and Vander in the cannery. Just like I blew up Silco. Like I blew up the council. She threw her head back, cackled, and shouted, I'm a jinx, and it stands for jinx. Vi swallowed thickly. You, you remember? She asked quietly. I thought you, how long have you? Not long, Jinx replied. Pretty recent, actually. Enough of this fuss, Tiana cut in. You were a criminal responsible for the deaths of dozens of Demacian nationals, and as the High Marshal of the Kingdom, I hereby sentence you to death. She raised her blade and leveled it at Jinx. To be carried out with neither mercy nor reprieve. Do you have any last words for whatever diseased god you might pay lip service to before I take your head from your wretched body? Jinx raised an eyebrow. Death sentence, huh? Can't I appeal? No. That's lame, Jinx said with a laugh. So, uh, that's it, huh? You just gonna gang up on me, rush me down, and take my head off? It didn't have to be like this, Vi shouted. You forced this! You did this! No lost words, then. Tiana lowered herself slightly into a combat stance. Her center of gravity was low and liquid, and she smiled. She was clearly relishing this battle, but for Vi, it just made her sick to her stomach. Oh, come on, you're really just gonna let him do me like this? Jinx asked. Vi clenched her jaw and spat. I gave you a chance! Wasn't talking to you, sis! Jinx snapped, making Vi jump as she looked past both of them. Well? Jinx asked. Are you really gonna let him run me down, Blondie? Ice sluiced down Vi's spine and her mouth went absolutely arid as she worked her jaw a few times. Time slowed to an aching crawl as Vi looked behind herself and hollowly repeated the last word Jinx had spoken. Plum? T. Lux was gone. <laughs> Tiana spasmed and arched her back, and her blade clattered to the floor as her face was twisted in agony. Blood leaked from a mortal wound that seemed to have punctured open of its own accord from her chest, 
and a moment later the blade that made the wound shimmered into view along with its owner. Lux appeared silently behind her aunt, with her blade buried in the taller woman's back, piercing up and out through her chest. Oops, Jinx said, as Tiana worked her jaw silently in shock. Should have told her to watch her back, Vi. Zonites always come in low and to the side. Tiana tried to move, but Lux jerked the blade painfully inside of her, and she cried out as she went slack. Vi made to move but stopped as a stream of bullets chewed the marble floor between her and Lux into gravel. Ah, 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 Jinx said, Pow-Pow's barrels spinning lethally. Lux gave the blade another twist, then finally looked up at Vi, and suddenly she understood. That smile. God's that smile. It was a horrible, twisted thing, asymmetric and showing far too many teeth. Her eyes, too, were wrong. They gleamed in the low light with something like madness. Lux's whole face was contorted into an expression of infernal glee. Protector, keep you, Auntie Tia, Lux whispered as her aunt gurgled quietly on the floor. And Damasia thanks you for your service. She twitched once, then twice. Then Lux rolled her eyes and gave her blade another stiff jerk. And Tiana Crownguard, High Marshal of Damasia, let out a last, rattling breath before going terribly still as her heart's blood stained the polished marble of the temple nave. Lux stood and that psychotic grin never left her face. Sorry about that. She always was a tough old bird, Lux said. It was you, Vi muttered. This whole time it was you. You were the one who was helping her. You were the one who let her out. You sold us all out, you bit! Another blast of gunfire crossed in front of Vi and she put up her gauntlets and engaged her hex barriers. Excuse you, Chink said sharply. That's my wife. Wait. Caitlin, Vi breathed as she spun on Lux. What did you do to Caitlin? Lux raised an eyebrow, still smiling, and said, Oh, that? Well, you know, an hour ago. The temple was surrounded, but at a distance. There was no telling what kind of explosives Jinx had rigged to the structure. She had a preternatural knack for knowing how to knock over a building with limited resources. Caitlin had taken a position on a nearby bell tower that offered an excellent view of the temple plaza and was in the middle of adjusting the sights on her rifle when she heard a faint susurration of air behind her. She moved like the crack of a whip, snapping out her sidearm and turning, then freezing as she recognized the shape stepping out of the shadows. Lux, Caitlin breathed. Thank the gods what happens to you. Where did you go? My apologies, Lux said. I'm sure you heard, but during Jinx's jailbreak, a maximum security prisoner called Silas of Dragborn got loose. She scowled and crossed her arms, and on anyone else it would have looked stern, but on Lux it was more just pretty. 
He's a ruthless mass murderer and seditionist. I tried to pursue his trail, but lost it in the chaos. I apologize for not returning until now, but as dangerous as Jinx is, my duties to the Radiant supersede her, and I had to report Silas's escape post-haste. I see, Caitlin said quietly. How did he get out? Lux shook her head. I don't know yet. I haven't had time to investigate his cell. I'm sure there's something, but it's academic for now. I suppose it is. Caitlin turned away to look out at the temple. I'm so sorry, Lux, for the danger that our nation has brought to your kingdom. It's not your fault, Sheriff, Lux replied, stepping up beside her. I just don't understand how she got out, Caitlin muttered. She was secured, she was dosed, and then suddenly she wasn't. Something in her arm, maybe? Lux ventured. That was a thought that Caitlin had had as well. They had gone over the arm as thoroughly as they dared while she'd been sedated originally, but there was no telling what kind of traps Victor had laid for them under the paneling if she tried to dismantle any part of it. In the end, it had been her call not to disturb Jinx's arm, and that had, in all likelihood, been their downfall. She still felt like it had been the right call, though. Victor's genius was unparalleled. There was no telling what kind of hextech horrors he might have left behind. Maybe, Caitlin said. Your aunt certainly had a lot of questions for me, and I don't blame her. I'm sure you have plenty of your own. Just one, actually, Lux said. Before Caitlin could ask what it was, something hard and metal was jammed painfully against her ribs, and she looked down to see the barrel of Jinx's zapper pressed flush to her side. In a sudden, horrible, time-stopping moment of revelation, everything made sense as Lux turned her head slowly to face her and then smiled and asked, Do you like the taste of peanut butter? Present Nothing we aren't going to do to you, Lux said. Vi surged forward, but she barely got two steps in before Lux had her focus rod snapped up, and Vi was violently reminded of what her specialty was. A bolt of light spat from the gem at the tip and crashed into Vi, scorching her chest and wrapping her in chains of light that snared her in place mid-charge. She's alive, Jinx said as she walked up to Vi. And you will be too. I figure I've killed enough family members, you know? You're insane, Vi spat, ignoring Jinx and staring at Lux. You hear me? You're insane! Lux bared her teeth in glee. I'm so glad you noticed, she said as she drew out Zapper from a hidden holster and took aim. I've been working on it for years. The last thing Vi saw was a bright flash of light and that terrible, hauntingly mad smile. The text of this story is available on AO3. Music by Dot Matrix. If you would like me to record a story, voice over a character, get in touch using the contact information available on my website, which is located at samgabrielvo.com. And there you can find other stories that I've read, as well as a link to my Discord server where I record things live for your enjoyment.
And finally, as always, thank you for listening.